Hello, today is day 52 of the Daily New Testament third quarter, and we are going over Mark 11. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Beth, uh, Page and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks, why are you doing this? Tell them the Lord needs it and will send it back here shortly. They went and found a colt outside the street tied at a doorway. As they untied it, some people standing there asked, what are you doing untying that colt? They answered as Jesus had told them to, and the people let them go. When they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it, he sat on it. Many people spread their cloaks on the road, while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. Those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went to the temple. He looked at around at everything, but since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. The next day, as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went up to it and found out that it had um, it didn't have any fruit when he reached for the leaves. Um, because it was not seasoned for the figs. Then he said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard it, heard him say it. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple area and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of money, changers, and benches of those selling doves, and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. As he taught them, he said, it is, is it not written, my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have made it a den of robbers. The chief priests and teachers of the law heard this and began looking for a way to kill him. They feared him because the whole crowd was amazed at his teachings. When evening came, they went out of the city. In the morning, as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said, Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. I tell you the truth. If anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive him so that your Father in heaven may forgive you and your sins. They arrived again in Jerusalem, and while Jesus was walking in the temple courts, the chief priests and the teachers of the law and elders came to him. By what authority are you doing these things, they asked. And who gave you authority to do this? Jesus replied, I will ask you one question. Answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I am doing these things. John, John's baptism, was it from heaven 
or from men, tell me. They discussed it among themselves and asked, If we say from heaven, he will ask, Then why do you why didn't you believe him? But if we say from men, they feared that the people for everyone held John was really a prophet. So they answered, Jesus, we don't know. And Jesus said, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. Father, thank you for today. Thank you again for your example of how to live for you um, through your written word in Jesus. Help us to have faith like the people who own the donkey. Um, you know, when they were stopping, the, if someone came up to me and was taking my car and said, the Lord requires that he'll return it shortly, I mean, I would like to say I have enough faith to say, yeah, go ahead. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. I haven't been in that situation. I, I would assume that I'd probably like, nah, I, you know, I think you're, you probably meant to go get this other person's car down the road or, or you know, something else. So, you know, uh, it's kind of a, a big deal. But the people, they said, your word says that the people just let him go. They had faith that it really was for the Lord, and they trust and believe that you were going to take care of it. Help us to be like those people. And I, I heard a sermon once before about, uh, the disciples that were being sent out to get the donkey, um, you know, that it's in their minds, which this is speculation, but in their minds, you know, maybe they were kind of upset, like, hey, this is donkey duty. This is like for the lowest of the low. Why, why am I having this job? Like, why can't I get a cooler job? But yet, that was the way Jesus entered into Jerusalem. It was welcoming him as a king. It was fulfilling so many different types of prophecies and um, quite literally ushering in his kingdom um, there into Jerusalem and, and here on earth. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty big deal. So help us, Father, to um, to recognize that Everything you ask for us to do is important. And have us not to look at anything that we do for you as something less than important than something else. It, it all is important in your kingdom, and it all ties together in some manner that we don't fully understand yet. But help us to trust and believe in our hearts that it, it is for a, for a reason. And be willing to to go through with it. Help us to recognize you when you're moving uh, around us and be able to bless your movement like the people who were shouting Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David, Hosanna in the highest. And we're laying down their cloaks and their uh and branches for you and the donkey to walk on help us to recognize you moving and be willing to lay down everything we have 
for you for for worship. Um, you know, cloaks was they. It's a very important thing, uh, more so than than we tend to understand. In some cases, it's their very livelihood or what what is the difference between life and death for them. Help us to be willing to lay down that livelihood, lay down uh, the difference between life and death for us and trusting you and, and laying it down, saying you are worthy, you are Hosea on the highest. Um, help us to to just be looking for you and and partner with you when you are moving and not staying in the way or, or try to cause any issues. Um, as Jesus went up to the fig tree and saw that it wasn't bearing fruit and cursed it, help us to be the same. Help us to be looking for the fruit of the Spirit and and be willing to pass judgment when need be, when fruit of the Spirit is not coming forth. Uh, help us not to, to play around with it, but to to be very serious about your fruit coming forward in our lives and in other lives around us. Help us to be fruitful uh, in, in, our, in, in your ministry, Father. Help us to recognize that your house really is a house of prayer for all nations. Help us not let us turn it into something other than that. Um, I've I've heard it equated, you know, yes, the same as back then as the dinner robbers, but also, um, you know, country clubs or, you know, just a, a gathering place for people to talk and gossip and, and not be doing your will. Help us to be meeting and making it a, a house of prayer for all nations and a starting place, a, a safe place for your ministry to flourish. Help us to remember the teachings that you give us. As Peter remembered the day before about uh Jesus cursing the fig tree, help us to continually remember things you were teaching us uh, in prior times, you know, the day before, even even further back. Help us to always be focused on you and what you're doing and, and how we can participate in it. And help us to, you know, believe in our heart that what, um, that what we say will happen, that what we partner with, what we come in agreement with will happen, um, because you said it would. Um, but there is a lot of unbelief in, in all of our hearts, and some of it's obvious to see and help us to recognize that and cast that down and, and to bring our hearts in alignment with you. But a lot of it is things that are really hard to recognize. So I ask Holy Spirit that you speak to each of us, that you put people in our lives that help us to find those areas of unbelief, to, um, you know, draw them out so that we can recognize them, we can repent of them, we can receive your grace to not have unbelief, but to have belief in those areas in, in a supernatural manner. 
And just help us to have faith and believe in your word and for our hearts to be fully transformed for you and your goodness. And lastly, help us not to question um, what you're doing in our lives and the, those around us. Um, and let us not have fear of man like the Pharisees did. Um, I mean, they were they were questioning Jesus, and it wasn't uh, from a heart of wanting to know him and to grow closer to him, but rather from a heart of, of offense. Help us not to have any offense. Help us not to question, but to uh, believe and uh, put a priority of having you as authority in our lives. And, and help us not to... Um, Not to give in to what other people think in persuading us on whether or not we we come seeking answers from you. Uh, and, and help us to remember that he who seeks, find. He who knocks, the door will be open. He who uh, asks, you know, we will receive. Help us to always be seeking, asking, and knocking uh, for your, your wisdom and your glory, but also to recognize areas where that isn't the case and um and to to you know not not waste our our time in those i thank you for today i thank you for the lesson uh for all the people listening uh for jay and uh, we ask all this in jesus wonderful name amen have a great day